When I decided to open a second location, the Brentwood Country Mart was the only place on earth I wanted to be. I'm Laura Vinrootpool from Capital, and this is what we wore, the Brentwood Country Mart edition. Heather Rosenfield and Jenny Belushi are the co-creators of Poppy Store, an enchanting children's boutique in California. I was inspired by their tale of partnership and why being a children's retailer is truly joyous. Heather and Jenny, I'm so glad to have y'all here. And I'm trying to think when, I think I was a client of yours before I met you. Do you remember when we met? Maybe you guess when we opened the store? Yeah, we met a few months before at Farm Shop. You would come. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would come and we had a little lunch. You were opening, you were getting, doing the build out or something. Right. And, I was so um, excited and nervous. Mm. I'm so excited. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember meeting you and giving you a hug right away and thinking you were like, you were just so warm, like Aww. warm and effusive and you had really cute clogs on. <laughs> I remember that too. You're right, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want um, the listeners to hear more about y'all. Jenny, where are you from? I'm from LA. Oh, you I'm, are? Yeah, I'm from Beverly Hills. Yeah. And um, I've been an LA girl my whole life, pretty much other than college for four years in Arizona. And um, I've worked at probably every retail store <laughs> in all of Los Angeles since I was... I started at Benetton. Oh I, my gosh. Yes, when I was 14. I loved hiring people from Benetton because they yeah. were the best folders. Folders. Yeah, I folders. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> I'm a good folder and I'm a good sweeper because they yeah. didn't let me do much because I was young. Yeah. But I just wanted to be in, I wanted that energy, that retail. What's your, so, what's your first fashion memory? Probably, well, fa first fashion memory. Gosh, I mean, my mom, my mom, I mean, my mom was the chicest. Mm. And she still, still is, is the chicest. She still is, but always like the Yves Saint, you know, Yves Saint Laurent blouses with like, you know, the little ties. Pussy and Pussy yes, she really did. She was always slacks and chic and, you know, always going to New York and going to, you know, Charles Jordan, which was like oh, the yeah. place to go and Maud Frison. And oh my so God. I always had like, you know, just <laughs> always, a, you know, just so she got me into fashion. What's, what's yeah. one experience from your younger years that has shaped your adult life? I think living in Florence probably for huh. six months when I went, went overseas and just like seeing another culture and, you know, and being away really for the first, I mean, just kind of went on my own and after um, college or it was during college. during college. Yeah. But not with a lot of friends and just kind of, you know, and it was, it was, that was, a that was eye opening and traveling around Europe after it was, you know. And, and awesome. it's so funny that you say that because I did the same thing and I lived in Florence also and I, I was remember like thinking about how did we even if we traveled to Venice for a couple of nights, how did we figure out where we were staying? There's right. no internet. There's like how right. did you, right. so yeah. I think we just stars. <laughs> you just kind of look at the stars. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, no, but you know what you used to do, Jenny? You would get to the train station mm -hmm. in the town you came, and that one there'd be like people there that would say like, "Oh, my grandmother has a flat." Um, down right. the street, do you want to stay there? It's forty dollars, forty, you know, not euros. Right. I guess what, what lira, right? Lira, lira. four hundred thousand lira, lira. <laughs> <laughs> at the time. And I mean, I, I, I do think, I think that's an interesting, interesting thing to say because you had to be really brave, I think, to do that. Yeah, it's, it was, it's, and yeah, we, and I went to some like I, I traveled for like two months after school and. And did it without, you're right, without phones, without yeah, anything. I know. Rolled around a suitcase. I yep. have to keep on buying suitcases because they would get like all like at the bottom. <laughs> there might have been a shopping habit happening. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that is a question. So, I mean, were you into fashion then? 
Always. I've always. always been, I've always been into fashion yeah. my whole life. I mean, I, and I kind of am the same way. Like I fall in love with something and I get it in like four colors. Like I, <laughs> I if I love something and I, I do, I just, I still do that. I yeah. mean, and I, yeah. Does, do you do it yourself or does somebody, does anybody help you with your closet like to edit and I mean, does Heather help you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I often call Heather for fashion advice and we always, like, even when we're in Paris, we were like saying downstairs, like, are we wearing jeans or are we wearing dresses today? Like, right? right? We're, we're the best shoppers yeah. because we're like opposite. We really, really like similar things, but then what we end up buying, mm-hmm. like, you know, we were talking about like high heels and flats yeah. or yeah. blouses, like high neck and lower neck. Like, it's, yeah. you know, like we're the, we're, we're, we're very yeah. complimentary, but not yeah. the same. And I'll kind of always wear like a little bit of, well, actually you, you wear some bright colors too, actually, but, a little bit. but she's, she's Perfect more, yeah, capital yeah. open. Like a little, <laughs> got a little and Heather, you're a California girl. I am Northern California. Born and raised. And that's a different, that's a different aesthetic too. It is. Yeah. I mean, there's not much fashion aesthetic. I mean, definitely I was raised in a really small town in Napa Valley mm. on a pretty big piece of property. Big we had horses and orchards and vineyards and um not a lot of fashion. So how'd you get into it? I always loved it. My mother really loved the quality of things. She was also a francophile. Mm. Like she had a kind of a deep appreciation for beautiful things. Yeah. And I think for me growing up in a like natural environment too, so I had an appreciation for beauty. And then, you know, guests opened up in San Francisco and free <laughs> and, you know, those sort of things. Like, oh, yeah. free, my God. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. that was, that no, was kind of my I'm world like, there in yes, yeah. San Francisco. So I think I did always love fashion. My sisters were, you know, into sports or into other things. And I really did love shopping. Is there one experience from your younger years, Heather, that shaped your adult life? I mean, I think if I think about work life, you know, what influenced me, I think probably travel as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I traveled, travel was a very, very high priority in our family. Um, we traveled from a really young age. My dad was always taking us Europe, Central America, everywhere. Yeah. I was in Fiji. That was one of our summer travels. With your whole family? We were um, scuba diving, so it was on a boat for two weeks, and it was just with my um, stepmother and um, stepbrothers. And we were in, yeah, we had been on the boat for about five days. In the middle of the night, we ran into a reef. And it was a big, it was a very big boat. And um, hours later, a day later, the um, Coast Guard finally, the Fijian Coast Guard finally was able to get there. By helicopters, and wow. I was the first to be airlifted because I was the youngest on the How boat. How old were you? 14. Oh. It was a storm. You know, it's like in the movies where they actually lift you off the boat right. and you're in a harness. Yeah. And there was a complication with it. So I hid into the boat and things, and um, I got into the helicopter, and they said, we can't take any more because we've never done this before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So cut to you, I was still in my wetsuit. It was hot pink and aqua. So it was like a whole fashion thing, by Obviously. the way. And they brought me to the closest island, which was about an hour away by helicopter. And they dropped me and they said, we will come back. And they didn't come back. Oh, my God. And so I was, um, for five days I was there and there was just native Fijian islanders. What? Um, yeah. So what did you... And you stay. It's, it's a little I know, bit of a strange. I, I, it's a, I have this whole. I, it's I, a little bit of a strange a story, but I think eventually, what I realized, they celebrated me. They were as kind. They were incredible. They were kind. They yeah. wanted me to go to school. Yeah. Um. I was still in my wetsuit, 
My I was obviously <laughs> in shock. And I, I realized that nobody was coming back. And so there was a little airstrip. And I went when the mail plane was coming. And I got a ride to Suva, to the capital. Mm-hmm. And I arrived at the Suva airport on the landing strip, still in my wetsuit. Someone from the consulate came and met me. And I stayed at their house for three days on the couch. And they worked to figure out how to find the rest of your family? or I mean, they finally rescued them. Most everybody. So nobody had come back after they dropped you? Did no. They... What? Mm-mm. And they all said, oh, your family's oh my dead God. or the, the ship sank or they're all what? coming. Like, it was just kind of stories. How scary. many? But so scary. so scary. How many years of therapy have you had <laughs> since that? <laughs> I need. I feel like I need you know, therapy now. <laughs> you know, I, know. I, I actually have to add to this because she's she's great to travel with, and probably because of the story. Because yes. um, yeah, a, a friend of I, a friend of mine, our, our mutual friend, calls her Valium, Human Valium, because <laughs> she really, really is like you want to yeah. be sitting next to her when you're on a plane. Because yeah. she's kind of like it's going to be okay. So do you and think that you had right? that? Like, <laughs> I mean, that's it, nice. My my yeah. my family, Jim, would say she is not Human Valium. I get to see her lose her mind. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But do you yeah. think you? I mean, obviously you were born with that, but also this changed you. Like, do you think you have, have you changed the way you travel or the way you, um, I guess, look at, I mean, every situation, like how, or do you, or do you look for, you know, how are we getting out of this? What's, what's the, what are the possibilities? Because I do uh, an incredible thing. My dad actually had us do the next summer is he put us on another boat. It was actually in Indonesia. (laughs) And that's just who he is. And he said, you know, it's going to be fine. And um, so I, I I, faced that fear. Yeah. But I never get onto um, a boat or anything. And I don't want a helicopter pad. I would like a helicopter pad not to be fancy, but because it would be much easier if it can actually land yes. on your boat. Right. If you can't have that, then I actually, like, I, I have a little bit of that where they stay on the plane and I travel a lot. We travel a ton. Yeah. Like emergency exits. I'm like, okay, well, you should know because it will, yeah. could likely happen. But I think more than anything, that experience, whether, you know, traumatized or therapy or that, I think it just gave me a huge amount of perspective. Yeah. That in my best moments, I'm able to have. Yeah. Instead of getting too caught up in things, kind of taking yeah. a breath and, you know. We'll be okay. We can handle anything. Wow. Um, I, and a, a deep appreciation for um, government officials that are living yes. in other countries. And you know, <laughs> did you ever did you ever reach back out to them? I and mean, it was an American. It was the consulate from yeah. from the U.S. Yeah, oh, wow. I did, and um, I wrote letters to the people on the island. And wow, you know, it was, it was Heather, incredible. that's extraordinary. Yeah, um, so it was, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like that little thing in my life that's happened, but I do think it's just, it's probably perspective more than anything. Have you told the story to your children, your boys? A little bit. They don't totally, I don't, I don't think they fully understand it. And it was also before video. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it's not like going around <laughs> on the internet. Right. There was actually yeah. a, was it Donahue or uh, what is it, Ronaldo? There was like a talk, <laughs> an, an afternoon talk show I actually saw. And no one had told me, yeah. but there was this whole thing about the shipwreck. It was on the news and everything. And I there's a video of me being rescued. Seriously? Um, yeah, which is not the like uh, what I like to watch. But the kids mm-hmm. understand a little bit, but yeah. it, it's it's a bit strange, you know. And I just say, hopefully, gave me perspective. Wow, unbelievable. And again, my father, who after I called him, I got back to land, 
And I was able to call him and they had heard it on the news and they also didn't know if I was okay. And he literally said, um, oh, so glad to talk to you. He said, you, that's a fantastic story. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing better. <laughs> Do you, well, let me ask you this. Are you, are you, is your dad still married to your stepmom? He's not. He's not still. He's okay. not still married to my stepmom, and he also is someone who valued more than anything. And we talk about our dads because I think when you have a father that loves you more than anything yes. in life, you're just fine. But he valued going through life with grace and facing adversity with grace. Yeah. Wow. My children, I try to value other things as well. Like you no. Know, having yeah. a good time or, you know, finding their passion yeah. or something like that. But yeah, but no, I mean, I think that that was sort of part of it. And and he set me up, I think, for success in, in that because well, it, we could handle it. And mm. I also think that you, and I only have one, but when you have children, I think you, it, that right when they're born, you're like, you, you don't want anything bad to happen to them. You know, you want, you know, like, let's just keep them safe. Right. Let's keep them happy. Yeah. You realize that things like that really are the things that give you character and 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 right. make you understand what grace is. And makes you understand, I mean, with our children, we mm -hmm. have them all, you know, you think so much about, you can't keep them away from danger or heartbreak or anything like that. Like, that's just the constant. So yeah. it's more about, you know, how do they handle it and yeah. knowing that they will be okay, even yeah. though they're going through something difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So unbelievable wow really true. and it was a laura ashley so it was a wetsuit <laughs> on the bottom because it was in the middle of the night so you're like you to, know yeah. yeah the fashion yeah it was a hot pink wetsuit but then it was a laura ashley um nightgown on the top so that, that is how i also arrived awesome six yeah. days later at the airport still well that is my, that's the best part of the story obviously so back to yeah. fashion yeah. oh i love that so much that's wow what did you do professionally before Poppy, after Benetton? Um, you know, <laughs> I actually, so I went to school and I went for, you know, I went, I got a degree in art history mm -hmm. and um, I didn't use it. Um, and I went right, I came back to LA and went right into production because that's kind of what everyone does here. And yeah. I thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, do, you know, figure out what I'm going to do. So I started as a receptionist and I was really good at it. They really wanted to keep me there for a long time because I could, you know, figured out the, I'm good with electronics. <laughs> the keyboard and all the and I was like, okay, I need to move on from here. And I did casting and I like I love books. So um I just thought I would be a natural with that, just with you know, reading and figuring out who the characters were. And I really didn't like it. And I just had this itch to go back to retail. I just I knew that, yeah. What was, part of it did you not like? It was just that it was it was probably pretty insular. I mean, you it was yeah, and I and I didn't really like the maybe. And the process that I thought it I thought it was going to be um like you pick the characters and the best person gets the part. But I, I realized that it was really political of who gets the part and why and the studio. Right. And, and I just, I didn't like the process. And I, I, I kind of started at like kind of the lowest point. And I just saw, I, I saw, I just didn't like it. And the casting directors were all very unhappy and mean. And <laughs> I mean, that I worked for. And I just thought, I just can't, I don't want to be bitter. Yeah. And I love fashion. And so I, I was like, okay, I love jewelry. So I actually got a, job part-time at Moondance right up the street here yeah. in Montana. And I, um, and then I started um, yoga and I, and I thought maybe I'll, you know, just kind of be, do kind of yoga and I, I just did, I was just trying to find myself. Yeah. And then I just found a love of jewelry. And, and then from there I just went back to retail. And what about you, Heather? I had, I had a children's cashmere line. 
I did interior design right out of college. And then when I had my first child, when I was basically a baby, um, (laughs) I realized that it was – I took him to a lot of job sites and I brought him with me. But I realized there was a lot of being in other people's houses and worlds. And um, I wanted something that I could do that I could have more control over. Yeah. And he now is 21 and there was – you know, I had a boy. I was really, really happy to have a boy. But I was a little – the only thing I was disappointed about was the clothing, kind of kind of lack of selection. Yeah. And my mother-in-law at the time was an incredible knitter, cashmere, huh. the most beautiful knitting. Um, so I started just with cashmere, cashmere layout. Were you, you were here in L.A. as well? I was in L.A. and then we moved back up to St. Helena. Okay. With, um, and then how did y'all meet? That's a good story. Yeah, that is a really That's good, a good story. story. Yes, we did. We Well, we met – Gosh, I think we met a long time before then because I was um, pregnant with her best friend and we became best friends. And so we- Not like partners pregnant together, but in the baby group. Yeah. We, in the okay. baby group. Like, 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 sorry. What? I'll be I'm a little sorry. bit clear about Hold that. On. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a whole other part of the story. No, I'm um, no. Um, no, we were in a-, a Baby a, yoga a group. Baby yoga group. This, this guru mook was her name and she's across town and like, yes. you know, she's- um, a, a seek and we would yeah. go to her, you know, exactly as she is. Yeah. And we met in this class and, and, um, she was a bit younger than me. So it was almost like a little bit of a, like a younger sister, you know? And so she talked about her friend, Heather. And I think I had like a little bachelorette party. That was the first time that I met her. And I, cause I felt like she was not, she didn't get to have a party before she got married. And so I said, let's do a little party for you. And Heather came. I was think that was the first time I met you. Right. Yeah. And I was, um, yeah. pregnant and it's really fun to go to a bachelorette party when you're really pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. life of the party yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that was when, that was when we first yeah met and knew each other. Is, yes, and then we kind of met, you know, here and there. And she kept on talking about us and putting us together. Mm. Just you know, I think she she said it a lot. I think she wanted to actually get into retail herself, but she's way too busy. So I think she like was yeah. kind of like living vicariously. And, and so she <laughs> said, we're going to, you know, sit down and have a business meeting and really talk about this. And Heather had had her, her cashmere line yeah. at the time. Yeah, she said, which, okay, we're having a ladies' lunch at mm-hmm. La Scala. And yes. it was like – and when she said – like she means business. She yeah, puts yeah. like her business thing on and she's like, okay, guys, yeah. this is not just like friends. I want you guys to meet each other. We had our chopped salads. <laughs> we did. Yeah. And was it and, yes. and was it partnership at first sight? I mean, did y'all? It, it kind of was. I mean, I loved I loved the cashmere. I loved trunk shows, and I loved dressing my children. I mean, I was like that first person in hosting for all of the brands. A lot yeah. of the brands actually that we put in our store when mm-hmm. we we open actually. Sure. I just I love dressing my kids. Yeah, and and I you know and I did couldn't find what I wanted in the stores, so I did I went to the trunk shows, and so I hosted a trunk show. Yeah, right, yeah, and it was um, it was amazing because I think what Reese saw, she saw two friends, her two dear friends, and she saw that we were very different with complementary skills. And right. I think that your love of of personal relationships and trunk shows mm-hmm. and being like the best hostess and mm-hmm. you know like having this relationship with all these brands, and then with me, I was kind of always in the back, like making things, mm-hmm. and it was you know about the production and things and, and the beauty, but I wasn't as comfortable in the front, kind of like front of house. Mm-hmm. And I think that whereas she's, she thought how well we would do together as partners. Right. And I think with everything that Jenny and I do, it takes us a while. <laughs> and because we're both really respectful of each other and kind of we 
take time to process things. And we don't do anything unless it feels very right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And it was great because when we did decide to do this together, I mean, it was going to be, I think it was going to be part of, first we were going to design, that was our idea. And right. then, and then the, you know, the space came available. The, and space, so it, the space at the Brentwood. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that kind of diverted, like, you know, the, the plan of doing that. Right. So, but it was very, it was just really simple for us to do that. Mm-hmm. It was like, Heather has a great design sense. And she was like, this is how it's going to look. And this, <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, and this is, and we decided this is what's going to be in it. And we just went for it. I mean, I, we didn't know what we were doing, <laughs> right. but we did it. I mean, we got on a plane and went to Florence and we went to the shows and we figured out what we wanted in the store and we curated it together. And I'm a little funkier and she's a little bit more classic. And I think our right. mix together just kind of it just it worked. And at know? the time, did y'all have you both had young children at the time? Yeah. So I always wonder, like, is there a point where, like, where does it turn from being I'm really interested in this because this is a really big part of my life every day to right. I mean, your children are all grown. Is it still equally interesting? I mean, I I could, you know, say that I love dressing my kids from the store. It was great at first. And I kept on saying, you know, as they were getting older, because now they're 20 and 23. Yeah. I can't believe I still love this. I love, and I, and and we do when we go to Paris, like we see the lines and we just like, we go into the zone, you know, I mean, you go into the zone and we're like, you're just in it and you're editing it together and we're picking together and we just like, and I love the kids. I think it's actually really fun to do kids. I think it's easier now that you, you don't, it's not part of your everyday life almost at home because it's a little separate. It is a little bit separate, but I, I still, I don't know. I, I was able to do. I don't know. I just, it was just very natural for both of us. I mean, right. and, I, and it still is. It's, you know. Well, and I'm, you had worked in, in retail and fashion retail and mm-hmm. also jewelry. And so was, was that a, was that a totally different direction for you to do children? Um, it was, it was completely like, it's a, a different surprise. Cli- like, it's a I different client actually. And I would have never thought I, I really wanted to do jewelry. I, I actually got really close to getting a space for jewelry store and, mm-hmm. and then got pregnant, you know, like, and I, but I got very close and I love women's fashion too, but mm-hmm. I feel like for some reason, it was just so different, and there wasn't anything like what we were doing. Right. Pretty much. I mean, maybe in New York City, or you know, there's a couple stores that we would would go right. to. Well, I think yeah. we always approached it from. I mean, because we did have young kids at, at mm-hmm. the time. I feel like I will always have young kids. <laughs> I know, Twenty-one really. and seven, a big spread. <laughs> right. But yeah. I think we always yeah. approached it. What we loved about it was the editing. So we we didn't necessarily look at it like this is a world of only children's clothing. I think we looked at it about the space, about the the retail experience, you know, the design of that. Yeah. We definitely, I mean, we've always said we we travel very far to find lines. Yeah. We're not really interested in just, you know, going- The easiest. Having, yeah, right, yeah. having what everybody has. So yeah. I think it mixes travel in, it mixes, you know, design. We've started, I mean, we started carrying, like I was saying, Veja. Mm-hmm, you know, we yeah. were the first to carry Veja. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago, but that was because we would go to Paris, we would buy, and then we'd always go to the store in the Marais. Right. We had to go there and we'd buy and we'd come back and people are, you know, what are you wearing? <laughs> and so then the next season we talked to them and we brought a really small, you know, like a, a women's collection in Avasia. Mm-hmm. And then that same thing happened with the line store, which was an incredible line where they were doing a older girls line mm-hmm. and then they transitioned and then we had we were the first to carry this very small edited women's mm-hmm. sign and and so I think we've been able to 
we've been able to bring our interests into it and bring some of the lifestyle part yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that children's children's fashion has always felt really um, happy to me mm-hmm. and people are joyous. Yeah. That is the yeah. thing. When, when kids come in and you're with parents, they want to buy. Yeah. Women sometimes are like, oh, I don't feel so, you know. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like, good in it. Yeah. I need a little weight. You know, <laughs> right, it's a right. little bit different. And and with kids, it's joyful. Like yeah. people, grandmas want to come in oh, and buy yeah. gifts. And so it, is, it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Was it was it clear right away that you complimented each other as business partners? Because that part's really hard, I think. Yeah, I think it was Completely. really yeah, – It was. Completely. It was. It was very natural. And we just – I mean – we giggle all the time. We had so – I mean, I just think of our very first buying trip when we were in Italy. We yeah, had no idea what we were yeah, doing Yeah, how did you learn that? Way. How did you figure it out? You just made it up. I don't know. Like I did. We, <laughs> I have no idea but how we, we ended up in that shoe. That. We ended up in that shoe section. I'll never forget. It was like high top tables. And they had the cutest shoes with these like little kitty cat like um, <laughs> eyes. And we were like obs- – we were obsessed with these shoes. <laughs> yeah. And they were serving us champagne and we just kept on ordering and ordering and ordering. And I, we, I think it. it was like the – It, it was, was – And the guy I, and I – it was like – and then I – you know, it's like, and you must go to this restaurant and then here's some more <laughs> champagne. And then all of a sudden – and we had never ordered shoes before, yeah. let alone anything. So we started, I think, at size 22, which is like a baby foot. <laughs> And then we went up to 41 because I'm like, this is amazing. I can fit into, you know, like. And did you sell them? Well, oh my gosh. I don't think. I think they were in that stock still, room for still a really in the long time. Room, yeah. It was. It we was, finally got rid of them. I mean, our entire budget. I think we I think we placed like a $25,000 Italian ballet shoe yeah. kitty cat that is order. hilarious. And they just arrived and were like, we don't even know what to do yeah. with this. We used to also order things and then we would keep them in the stock room. Because we were worried if we put them on the floor, they'd sell, and then we wouldn't have anything. <laughs> oh my we, god! We like, didn't get it all. Like, it took us, it took right. us a minute. Yeah, I love this. So yeah, this we, we we learned. We learned. But no, I think the complimentary part. I think we've mm. always had our roles that we're strong at and complement each other. And we've honestly never had anything where we where where we overlap too much. Yeah, because You're I really think we just at- have a really comfort, yeah. a, a great right. comfort. I mean, yeah. Jenny. Is the retail like everything retail, everything front of house, customer relationships? I mean, mm-hmm. everything like that, and that's what I'm not as comfortable mm-hmm. with. Interesting, and that allows us to, you know, I, I'm really interested in the editing. I'm really interested in the design. I'm interested, and and I think it just complements mm-hmm. very, very well. Yeah, it's, it's how amazing to be to have been put together, really. Yeah, and to ha- and to have been pushed to be together. You right. Should, doesn't sound like you would have done it on your own possibly. Probably not actually. No, I don't think I, don't I, 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 don't I think, think so. it was just all the stars were aligned actually. I feel, you know, I really do feel that way. And it's been, it's been a really fun journey and we were thinking we were just actually talking about it and we started in, in 2007. So it's been like we are like we're well, yeah. going to have I 15 love years. This part of it too. <laughs> I mean, I I also love it because yeah. I mean 2008, 2009 were literally the, the worst. worst years in retail yeah. ever. But I also think it's kind of an oddly good time to open a, a store because or a business because it can only go up. I mean, <laughs> it cannot be right, worse than exactly. this. And so you're you're really your your expectations are really managed and so you, I think you probably you're really successful. <laughs> Because you start at the bottom. We right. really Completely. did. But right. I remember the first day when we were open, we had like a line out the door. Yeah. I'll never forget did you it. really? Uh-huh. People were so excited oh to have a kid's store there. I mean, it was great. It was, oh. yeah. How long until you opened your second location? So I think the second one was in uh, 2011, right? Right. Oh, that was pretty quick. Yeah. 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 And that was pretty organic as well because I was moving. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's sort of. 
I was moving. It made sense. I mean, it was what, four, yeah, four years. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what was that like to work remotely or to be apart? I mean, how often did y'all see each other? That made me sad. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It was. Yeah, we had to learn. That was hard to not be in the office together every day and we had lunch together. That was, yeah, that was was a hard one for me when you moved. Because we would very much, I mean, we would drop the kids off at school and we would arrive at that office at (laughs) nine and we would have our coffee and we would sit and talk about the day and, Mm -hmm. you know, I would get to work. You would go down to the store and and do the work. And then we would start talking about what we were going to have for lunch a little (laughs) little bit later. And then, you know, so I think that was – we had to – we really had to learn skills to be partners that weren't two feet away from each other. Yeah. And make the time. Yeah, make the phone calls and all that. Which I think in a way has – has it kind of helped us prepare for now. Exactly. We have a remote team. We have someone in – uh, Greenwich. We have someone in Nashville. We have our office. You know, we always call our our HQ office. We've got up in up in Marin. We have our Brentwood office. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, but it really is built on how do we, you know, how do we all work together and make everyone feel part of a team, even mm-hmm. though we're not right next to each other. So. And how big is the team? Oh my goodness, it's grown. <laughs> it's really grown, especially yeah. since COVID. It's grown. You know, yeah. but right. um, I would say we're like. I mean, including like like staff on the floor. We have we have about we have about eight, I would say, which are you know like headquarters, yeah, HQ, yeah, and then then we have a retail. All women, yes, all women. And what's that like? I think it's I love it. It's (laughs) it's incredible, and we always say when we put when we go to look for someone when we have a you know we we're looking for a web assistant or anything, I always laugh because. We actually just hired somebody and I was a little hesitant because I'm like, oh, they keep coming up as being the best person for the job. And now I'm going to have the, you know, the FaceTime with them. And um, and I, it was the first man that we were going to hire. But yeah. I'm like, but he's so good. And this. Yeah. And so it comes on Zoom and there she is, a woman, <laughs> Samantha. And I was like, wait, but this is Sam. You know, and it was, and it was so yeah. funny because it, I kept like. I just – it wasn't that there was any problem. I was really looking at the resume and That's I so loved funny. the call before we had the FaceTime. But I feel like we <laughs> – so we don't make a rule of it, mm-hmm. but we have this incredible team yeah. of, of women and it's – it's. I think about that all the time when I go to work. Every day I think about the people I get to work with. Yeah. Like, yeah. And women of all ages, which I think yeah. – All know, ages and with kids and yeah. with no kids yes. and juggling things, but doing yeah. like inc- – getting incredible amount of work done. And we always say when we hire end up hiring someone like we like this is this you we want you to work really hard when you're here but we understand you have a family and a life and yeah. and you know don't take this home. Like I mean really right. we really think it's important you know that it's important that people balance yeah. is everything because really we are hard. trying to balance all the time so. Yeah. Work yeah. really hard when you're here, get it done, go have a weekend. We're big on encouraging. We really like the the European model. It doesn't. We don't take it that far. But the European model of you have to have taking July off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. No, taking a few days in July off, um, but taking some some part of summer vacation so you can yeah. actually come back refreshed. Because yeah. I think we feel that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we need we need to go get inspired. It's very important, and then you come back and you're happy to do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always say that, especially about. Um, the women leaving for maternity leave is that I, I don't want you to feel like you have to come back. I want you to want to come back. Yeah. You know, wh- how do you, and how do you structure your career so that it is something you want to come back to? The other locations, was that hard? I mean, only selfishly having done it myself and 
probably not done it super well. I'm still figuring it out, but was it different? Did you have a different matrix, a different vendor matrix, a different, I mean, are the clients different? It, yeah, definitely. Different. And the, I think that was really yeah. helpful for us figuring that out because being that it was our first store, our first expansion, yeah. I don't think it would have been as successful as if, if we didn't have one person in, in each place. I mean, I was there dropping my ki- little kids mm-hmm. off at school seeing what people were wearing, you know, kind of at the very beginning, you're the face of it. You're trying yeah. to grow yeah. a business Absolutely. and you're kind of, you know, doing the song and dance and, hey, we've got a drunk show. Hey, we have, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. come see us. We're going to, we have women's coming in, women's collection. Like we're, we're constant. And I feel like that was a good one to two years of, yeah. of really growing that and understanding what people And the customer needed. wants, because I mean, in, in, in Marin, it's like you could, you could bring the same thing from Los Angeles and they just won't do it because yeah, they you just cut the label out. <laughs> yeah. They just, they're, it's, it's almost right. like they don't, they don't want to have that. Interesting. And yeah. do you travel yeah. up there? Little, I think, I think what's interesting about yeah. what we've, what we've yeah. learned is that the customer, the customer in Marin didn't really have anywhere to buy things. Right. So they're used to traveling and buying. Right. And that happens in a lot of areas that aren't, that don't have great shopping yeah. everywhere. So I would have customers that came in and say, oh, I just got back from Paris. I already got that at Bonton, you know, but when are you getting this? And so it was an incredible customer. They were so happy to have us. But the education of what they knew they were buying was pretty great. So we had to, it kind of kept us on our toes as far as brand knowledge, Mm -hmm. as far as also, I feel like we offer quality we don't just want to put things, you know, we're, we're sensitive to a very high price point, mm-hmm. even though if people can buy them, we want to make sure when we're selling it, it's, it's worth it. Yeah. It's a really beautiful yeah. Yeah. dress exactly. for that price. And, and that the sales girl knows exactly right. why, why. She, why, and it can explain to the customer why they're yeah. spending right. that money. And there's like a sort of edit. We all laugh. Yeah. It's like the high-low edit, but it's always how I've dressed my kids, whether it's, you've got the, the bon ton for a special <laughs> occasion or when yeah. superga's are amazing or javianas like we're always yeah. very careful to have that different price points which you can do with multi-brand yeah so i think that i think we got very good at that in marin this kind of like what is the dna mm-hmm. of poppy mm-hmm. you know what are the brands that we will have at both stores and if we open more stores what are those brands and then we maybe have the 20 percent that's different yeah but we have that kind of core right you know i never exactly. asked this why why poppy You'd think it was a, a more interesting story, but it's really not. <laughs> we were we were actually driving on Sunset. I know exa- I know exactly the moment we were just passing like Barrington, and we were like, it should be like a flower. It should be right. It was like it should be yeah. a flower, like poppy, and it was it was very quick. And and yeah. I think I was like poppy, and you were like poppy store, and it just it all kind of just was like poppy store. It wasn't just like poppy, and we just liked the I way it. it rolled off. Yeah. And that was we it. knew it would be a yeah. flower, a flower that could also be a name. I first line was Clementine and the same and I think we became well you had a girl that you got to name but I have four <laughs> boys so I have lists of girl names um Aww. and yeah I mean it was sort of like and the funny thing is now with Poppy there's probably five poppies that come in to the store oh, now really? yeah, and they yeah. All, oh, I love that. yeah and we always say we we say we make these canvas bags and we're like if you if your name is Poppy you get can three canvas <laughs> poppy bags for life <laughs> oh I love that so this is a series on the Brentwood Country Mart. Can you tell me what you're most grateful for to the community around the Country Mart? I'm, I would just have to say our very loyal customers. I mean, yeah. I, mm. I mean, we have loyal yes. customers. I mean, they come 
we have to do a lot of remerchandising. I mean, <laughs> they come every Incredible day. Customers. I mean, they do, and they they come for lunch, and they bring their kids, and they shop, and they they want us to be there. Yeah. I mean, they and during you know after COVID and during COVID, they they were calling, and we would do Facetime, and they were just super super loyal. Yeah. So I would say that I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Which is yeah. basically like your family because pretty much everyone at the Country Mart, you're related <laughs> exactly, to in some way. Exactly. Um, no, I, I would say the same. And I would say, I mean, and and we also have an incredible community at the Country Mart, which is everyone that works there. Yeah. That really yeah. is like our family. I mean, yeah, Jenny true. has her secret parking spots and we have the, you know, the, the <laughs> special she person to make the iced that. tea. <laughs> and we have, you know, yeah. Clementine there who always gives us a hug. I, I mean, it's, it's just it's incredible it yeah, really yeah. really is incredible and it is a family so it's it such a, a special place your own families and children stand out to me as focal points in your lives and not just your business jenny will you share more about your big family in la and and the sense of belonging that it's given you i have a huge family here just i'm everyone laughs at me they're always like is that your cousin too like because i do <laughs> oh, have a later. lot of a lot of family here and um we're constantly getting together I mean, most sundays we're together. If there's not, you know, all of us are together and, and we always have family Sunday dinners. My mom usually hosts them. And I, I, I've just, I've always felt like, you know, people are always like LA can be lonely or LA can be, yeah. you know, it can be hard here and it can be, but I've always felt like a sense of belonging just because I have so many family. My, I think my cousin gave me my first job here <laughs> in, in production that I was telling you about. I just have always felt like I know everyone. I mean, people say that I'm kind of like the mayor of Brown. Yeah, <laughs> they, yes. They, they, they laugh me because I, when I go to the country mart, it's like I'm, I, I you know can't everyone. have lunch. I cannot have lunch there because I'm usually talking to people as they're walking by. Yeah. You know, every, but like you yeah, said, too, you've been coming mm-hmm. since you're 13 years old. I, I, yeah, I have a, I have a, a lot of friends in LA and I'm, I love them. I, I'm, I, my friends and my family too, yeah. you know, so. You're sort of the best representation of LA too. Yeah, oh, thank is, you. yeah, Agreed. yeah. I mean, and, and Jenny, she'll always know. Like, I didn't know how to drive in LA when I came. I had no idea. How. <laughs> and Jenny, be like, oh no, 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 you just have to take this street to this street to this street, or yeah. you know, it's I, like I, if you want the chopped salad, this is where you go. But if you want the turkey sandwich, you go here. <laughs> yes. Like it's it's yes. just, and you've always been so free with those kind sharing. of sharing. Oh, sharing, which is incredible. Yeah. yeah. There was one shortcut on Sunset that I I regret <laughs> sharing a long time ago because everyone <laughs> started. It's doing not a shortcut it. anymore. It's not, it's not any longer. But in ways now has picked it up too. But. Um, yeah, I do know every shortcut and every way around LA. Like I had to meet someone the other day. I'm like, how did you get here so quick? And I was like, I know every back street. So I, I took buses to school and I, you know, I watched the routes and yeah. So yeah, I do. And Heather, what about you? And I want to hear about how you met your husband, Jim. Okay. So no family in LA. When I did move to LA, um, yeah, I actually moved when I, that's how it, we, I met my best friend, Reese, who introduced us and we were neighbors um, I left college early, dropped out <laughs> to move to Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and we lived next door to each other. And I was incredibly lonely besides knowing her. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. And it ended up that the only place that I would go was the Country Mart. Really? Because it felt oh, to that. me like my hometown. Yeah. And there was a post office, and it wasn't exactly what it is now. You know, it was just like starting yeah. to change. And but I knew how to get there and I didn't have to take many left-hand turns at all, which was helpful because I was <laughs> terrified of driving. And I would just, That's when sweet. I wasn't working, I would just go there and I felt, it just, it felt familiar and it felt like, you know, home. And one day I pulled in and um, this 
guy this was standing with um, a few valet parkers and I pulled in with a bunch of kids in the back and to see Santa Claus. <laughs> it was December and he said very loudly, um, welcome to the Brentwood Country Mart. <laughs> And oh my god, I love that. And I just and he had like his three valet parkers all standing there, and then they all said welcome. And I just looked, and I thought it was so strange. Um, and I was trying to get quickly to Santa before he left. And Jim introduced himself and offered to carry the bags. And just as a customer, um, you know, I was a customer driving up, and that is how we very the first time we met. I love that. What do you think your children think about what you do? Do you think they recognize all the work that y'all put into this and what um, it means to you? It's interesting. I, I think my kids didn't really get it. I mean, I think they love coming in the store and getting the candy and bringing their <laughs> friends to get candy. I think that was like a big plus for them. I brought Jamie, my daughter, uh, to Paris once with us. And how old is she? She's, tw- tw- she's going to be 23 next oh month. Oh, my gosh. 23, yeah. And she worked her butt off. Yeah. She really did. She, she realized like, how hard it was. <laughs> she was on the ground there working. She was taking photos. She was doing everything because then we did the photos and we don't do it as much anymore. But because every, everybody sends you the photos of you know everything. But um, she worked hard and she would come home at the end of the day from, from and she said, "Mom, you like you work your butt off." And I was like, "I know." <laughs> this like is I not mean, a hobby. Yeah. and she actually came home and she said it in front of you know my son and you know my my husband is no longer my husband, but said, you know, mom, like mom works hard. Mom, like she almost like announced it to the table and I was like, yes. Like <laughs> no one really got it. Like, you know, how, how well, hard it funny. is. You yeah. know, it was a lot of work. My kids have always come to work. I mean, from the, mm-hmm. from the very yeah. beginning, they would, you know, <laughs> they would end up at Poppy and, you know, the little ones running around and um, be in the office. And I think they've, they've always, they've only known me working and they've also known how much I love my work. Yeah. But I'm also married to someone who really loves yeah. his work. Mm-hmm. And there's not a trip we go on. There's not there's no difference between work and life. Yeah. It's it's all one. Agreed. So I think what I, I hope to show them is that I remember one actually said sometime, you know, do you actually have to work? Do you really have to work? Because you work a lot. And I said, uh, you know, I'm I'm fortunate to be able to work and exactly. do what I love. And I hope to show them that love your work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not so it's not rare. easy, but it's so rare. It. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's kind of all they've known. Truman, my he he was actually on a plane, gosh, he was five weeks old to China when he was five weeks old with me to the cashmere factory. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and um and it's funny because I actually just recently showed him pictures. He was on a table in a factory being held by the oh, lovely woman. <laughs> but but that idea of like, yeah, you just go. You know, yeah. and I think I, I didn't have the choice of, you know, having spread out. I mean, having a time when I worked and I didn't work. I just kind of always worked and I always had kids. Did your mom work or did your stepmom work? My, yeah, my mom did work. She did work and she, she was at a time when it was, she was a teacher, a French teacher. But mm-hmm. then when we moved, there was, you know, she lived in Napa Valley and there was no job. Right. But she ended up giving um, winery tours in French. So that was kind of oh, her. Wow. That's that was yeah, that. she was that. all sort of, and then she ended up working at winery. So she worked part time. She didn't, you know, she didn't work that much. And I don't think it was as fulfilling for her. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, it was a lot to manage. But I think I, I'm constantly feel really fortunate that we get to have this work that we love. If you could describe each other in a few words, what would you say? 
boy. Oh my goodness. A few words. Um, <laughs> well, I would say, God, that volume story. She, she is, she is, she is, she is, she is, she is, she is super calm and an amazing friend. By the way, you are an amazing friend and incredible style, incredible, like the way that you just kind of go in there and you can just look at and the colors. And I mean, and I, I'm very visual as well. And we, we share that, but I mean, she just like can do any room. She can be like, no, you want that green there and you want there, there, and you want that. And I'm like, and it's just so impressive to me how, how clearly you see things like, you know, and how clearly it, it just all makes sense to you. And, and I mean, those are two things. And I, I think you're a great businesswoman. I, I look to her sometimes to, you know, to deal with most of the operations <laughs> because, because she's, you know, she just is very clear about it. And I'm a little, you know, I'm a little bit more, like she said, in front of house and I want everyone to kind of get along yeah. and I'm a little bit of, and, and she's kind of can, you know, make a decision, yeah. you know, sometimes a lot clearer than I am. How about you, Heather? What about Jenny? That's so kind. I was not prepared for this. <laughs> really kind. So kind. And true. Um, it, I, I don't even have to think about it. Jenny is the most generous and the most kind mm-hmm. and the most loving. Like to have to have her as as a friend, you are le- lucky for life. And every mm-hmm. single one of your friends feels that way. Oh, I mean, really. So nice. Make me cry. Okay, no crying, no crying. But that was easy because it's. We we asked you both about advice that changed your life, and um, Jenny, you said life is not a dress rehearsal. Yeah, from your mom. Yeah, and that one is actually played uh, pretty big in my life in the last couple of years. It really, you know, just especially COVID. You know, like I think it became really clear to Mm -hmm. a lot of people on how they wanted to lead their life, and and me with knowing that we were going to make changes at Poppy. That was a big thing. We kind of just went for it and made huge changes. And I'm, I, you know, left my marriage after 20, over 20 years, you wow. know? So, yeah. So it was a big, you know, a big, and that word, yeah. life. And my mom said mm. it through the whole time. Life is not a dress mm. rehearsal. And I was like, okay, I'm going to live my life. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's, that's mm. a big one for me. And Heather, I loved yours from Betty Witherspoon, Choose Happiness. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I can't, I mean, I know we call her Grandma Betty, but um, I don't even know if she said that to me, but I've seen it. It's always her quote or, you right. know, Reese's mm-hmm. is her quote. And my kids actually have it on my refrigerator and it's actually just written out because it's it's a reminder. And and I can't say that I that it's natural all the time, but it's you have to remind yourself because mm-hmm. it's in those moments that maybe – you're not choosing happiness that you need to remind yourself to choose it. Yeah. So they've always got that written out wherever we are in our house. Very important question for you both. What did you wear to prom? (laughs) Okay. You, you have to go first because I don't know. That's that's like one thing I don't know about you. There was a store on Melrose Melrose, not Mel, I'm right on Melrose, and it was like during the 80s when you know it was everything was very you know 80s, and there was this one store, and it had this they had these wrap dresses, and they were like they were you know strapless you know, and and they kind of pulled through, you and had to do and it I cho- okay, oh, wow. yeah, and he pulled it through, and it, I chose iridescent white. It was very what was the fabric, whoa. Jenny? It was like a um. <laughs> 
Queen City Podcast Network.com.